Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Okay, and we're live. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I'm talking with Juan de Dios Garcia. Juan de Dios is a ballroom dance champion, entrepreneur, and a couples coach. In order to show up as the parents our children need us to be, we must make sure our relationship as a couple is healthy and that we're parenting as a team. Only when we're on the same page, focusing on the same values and priorities, can we provide consistent, clear guidance to our teens. And Wanda Dios is going to provide some tips on how to do that. Welcome, Wanda Dios. How are you? I'm I'm doing amazing. Thank you very much this fine morning. How about you? I'm doing great and love to see you. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's dig in right away and tell us. How did you get started as a couples coach? Um, yeah, it's it's not um, your ordinary path. <laughs> um, so the the way I got into it is the story of how I got into ballroom dancing. Um, you know, I I was a dork in high school. I really didn't know how to talk to girls really, and that's all I wanted. Um, and so what I what I did was I I figured out how do I talk. To women that, that was all I wanted to do um, and and as a dork in high school who had no self-confidence who had um, uh, just uh, the hardest time fitting in and being part of the crowd I always make this joke about if I if they sold self-confidence at the, the liquor store down the street I totally would have bought it but <laughs> um, but I, I decided right then and there you know the path to figuring this all out was take a ballroom dance class and so I joined ballroom dancing I figured if I can learn to dance with a girl, I can certainly speak to her. And, um, and, and it worked for me. Um, a year later, I found myself in a salsa club dancing with the girl of my dreams. And it was kind of like one of those surreal moments where like, you, you know, the lights just kind of go out, everybody gets out of the room and it's just you and her. And, wow. um, and we, we just had an amazing moment. Um, uh, you know, I, I remember the way she looked at me, the way her hair smelled, how, her hand all of a sudden felt differently in that moment. And, and it was kind of, that was like right then and there, I knew that I was going to marry her. And, um, and over the next six years, that's when we started developing this romantic relationship. Um, we started developing a dance partnership together. We started developing and we're already working together. Um, and, and that's what, that's all we did literally 24 seven with each mm -hmm. other. And so as we navigated through this world of, um, of, of newness and, and figuring out how we work together and then how we work as this partnership in the ballroom dance world, um, the ballroom dancing taught us a lot about our relationship. And, um, you know, in ballroom dancing, if you're um, familiar with it, then you might know that there's a competition side where everybody's judging. And so everybody in the room is a judge. Uh, you're judged on your looks, you're judged on your personality, you're judged on, on, on you know, how you relate with one another, uh, and you're dancing on top of that. And so everybody had, a, had an opinion about us because they really hadn't seen anything like us before. 
So I've got my curly hair. Um, uh, you know, I'm darker complected. My wife is the same. I'm a like a whole foot taller than she is. Um, as, as you can relate just because I, I stood next to you already. <laughs> yes. So she's, she's smaller than you are. Um, but, uh, I think your comment was you're so much shorter in person. Than I, thought you'd be. <laughs> I know, I know you were 10 feet. When I saw you online. So cool. Uh, and you are, by the way, you're um, but yeah, so, so they, they really hadn't seen us, um, dance before. And so their opinion really was you shouldn't. So that we kept hearing a lot of times, you shouldn't dance together. You're not the right height for one another. You guys shouldn't um, dance uh, like that. You should you should find a, a very similar look the way everybody looks like. Um, you 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 want to blend in with with the entire crowd. And um, we even had one person tell us, you know, you need to dye your hair blonde so that you can look like all the other blonde people that were on the floor. So there there was the a. a a necessary, I guess, need on their end to say, hey, fit in. Mm. And what it did was it, it kind of, it turned the ballroom dancing, the fun ballroom dancing side, um, and it turned it immediately into work. And um, you love parenting teens, you love, you love working with teens. Uh, uh, there, there's, there's a point in time when if somebody came up to you and does just like, made you feel like this is now work. It's no longer mm -hmm. fun for you. Um, that's what happened to us. And so, um, so we went into a deep dive and that deep dive really asked the question, what's important for us and, and what, what do we want? What do we want? Um, mm -hmm. And we studied everything. We studied um, NLP. We studied um, training on, on just not, not just our brain, but, but our souls and our energy and our happiness and, and that and and all of that boiled into at the end of years later, um, a lot of money later spent on on personal coaching as as we all do in the personal development field, and uh, and it just it, it came to one final question, which was um, what's important to us, and what came out was be yourself, mm. be 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 you. And, and be who you are. And it was in that moment that we stopped and kind of forgot and, and really didn't care about what the world thought about us, what other people thought about us. And we started to care about what her and I really mm -hmm. felt and thought about each other and ourselves. Um, and that's when we started winning dance championships. That's when we, our success skyrocketed. Um, you know, we, we now own two successful born dance studios today. Um, to the point where we're here, but throughout that whole process, I did not realize this. Um, but ever since the beginning, ballroom dancing parallels um, relationships from the, like, like it, it's insane how much they parallel each other. And I didn't know it at the time, but when couples would come in, I thought they were there to learn to dance, which they are. But I didn't know that I was going to be put in a position to counsel them and, <laughs> yeah. and, and to coach them um, because a lot of our issues come about, you know, when, when we're doing something with our significant other and, and with anybody who we care for in a relationship, um, uh, those feelings come out more. And so all of a sudden um, a misstep or, or a missed signal for a turn turned into um, you know, uh, that we, we were doing the rumba wrong or the foxtrot wrong into that's the reason why you never take out the trash at home <laughs> or, you know, and, and, and that's why you never listen to me. What's new. So it would, um, 
so we found quickly <laughs> how to navigate this. And, um, and it turned us into a, a couples coach um, over that 25 year process that we were in the ballroom dance career. And uh, here we are now. Um, that's and, amazing. And actually following this part that's calling to us that says, uh, you need to talk about this more, especially now. Oh my gosh, people need this so badly. And I, there are so many parallels as you were talking that I just have to kind of call out to. So this whole thing first, when you're trying to, people are telling you how you should be when you are a dancer, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that's teen's life right there, nonstop, right? And even us parents are telling them how they should be, right? And and this is the box you need to fit in and kind of you pushing that. So I, I just had to call that out because that's yeah. such a big piece of that. And then also being able to just step back and go, what's important to us? What is important? Let's Let's disregard what everyone else is saying should be important to us, what everyone else is judging us on. Because who, who are they? They're like these faceless people, right? What's important to us as a couple and what's important to us for our kids? That's where we need to, need to go, right? And I talk to couples that want the best for their kids, but they are struggling to be on the same page. They parent from very different places. Their priorities are different. So what can you say? Let's let's start off with these two people that are stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. Where do you begin? Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'll parallel this to the dance just because I'm ballroom dancer. Yes. <laughs> but um, so let's say let's say you and I are decided we're gonna go dancing, and um, which and we need I, to do sometime. By the way, cause... I know. To yes, we totally we must. <laughs> I, 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 I've got to whisk you around the dance floor. I just know I do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's say we were out dancing um, and, and I went up to you and I said, Hey, Dr. Cam, let's go dance. Um, one of two things is probably going to happen. You're going to be really excited and you're going to know what you're doing or not, or B you're going to be really nervous and scared and you're going to know what you're doing or not. And, um, and so the, the biggest key there is um, I have to know how to dance. So I, I have to know my steps. I have to know what, what I'm doing. I have to know what dance I wanna do. I have to know how I'm gonna lead you uh, as a partnership. If I was just dancing with myself, I could do whatever I wanted. I can just get up and just move my arms and call that a dance. I mean, Elaine did that in Seinfeld, right? So, um, but, but if I was dancing with another partner, I must first know what I'm doing. Mm. And, and that's the very first lesson that we teach um, in, in to every single one of our couples and, and to, um, in, in the programs that we have is the, the pillar number one of a relationship is the relationship I have with myself. Mm. So, so what does that relationship look like? And do, you know, do, do I take care of myself? Do I, um, uh, you know, do, do I listen to myself? Do I speak to myself? How do I speak to myself? And, and oftentimes we kind of navigate our world by, by jumping into the other person and everybody else and think of all these external circumstances when we really need to kind of bring back and focus on ourselves. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, it's my wife's birthday today. And really uh, happy birthday to her. I know I'm so excited. Um, but the thing that she did at midnight last night was she did a self fulfilling ritual for her where she took a bath, 
she um you know did a little meditation for herself she did this, this this like you know she was reading this book and started journaling and it was amazing to see what she was feeding and i was i was on the outside i was like it was and i don't want to say i wasn't allowed in but but i respected that space and just said okay you got to do your own thing because that's what you need for you so how do we fill ourselves and how do we do those things if if i'm not filled I can't give you something that I don't have. And that's what we, we tell everybody. So, um, so that's, that's the first thing that, that um, I would say to the couple coming in would be, you know, okay, what's your relationship like with you? Now that's a heavy question right off the bat, but it would probably be something more along the lines of what are some fun things that you like to do on your own? What are some things that you like to do by yourself? Where can you take a walk by yourself? Can you, can you read a book on your own uninterrupted? Can you put your phone away and just kind of zone it? Even if it's sit in the car. I mean, we see, we see parents do that all the time. And in every commercial, it's like, get away from the kids. It's because they just never have that time. If they did, they'd be more filled within themselves but that's that's the first thing we teach everybody is we say you know let's start with you um and then once once we get you right then then we can talk about the next step it's so important in general just to have that relationship with yourself and to take care of yourself because you can't show up for anybody else if you're not full and filled yourself right so so important i love that so then what's the next step um, okay, so the next step is you. So we call it the you pillar, um, and the you pillar is my partner. So um, so now now I know what to do. I figured out. I went to. I took dance lessons. I learned how to dance. I know what dance I'm doing. I know how to lead now. And then I say, okay, now I'm ready to dance with Dr. Cam. And I go up and I ask you to dance. And as I'm holding you in my arms, um, I typically would start dancing and saying, you're not doing this right. Because I know something now, right? Mm -hmm. So because I know something, I'm going to say, Dr. Cam, you're not stepping here. You're not doing this. Let me teach you how to do it. Let me show you what dance I'm doing. And then all of a sudden, everything turns from all this, this, this learning that I did, this training that I did, that, that I did for myself on myself. I'm like, okay, now, now I feel good. And then immediately I turn it around and say, you don't know. Yeah. And, and, and I'll, and I'll start, I'll start doing this. And, mm. and that becomes external in the sense of, well, now you're the issue and, and I'm not the issue because I've learned it already. Um, and, and in the relationship, it, that's probably one of the hardest points because um, it, it takes all any blame and responsibility away from the individual and it puts it completely on the other person. Why? And, and then we'll use these words to, to um, uh, as if to say that, that you're in charge of it. So as if the example being, um, what, you're in charge of making me happy. You're, you're the reason why um, I don't love. You're the reason why um, this isn't working. You're the reason why you know, the, the kitchen isn't clean. You're the reason why this and that. And, and the, even just hearing that and to the parents hearing that, you, you can immediately see where the issue lies, right? Because now I'm total putting total blame on the other person. Mm-hmm. So in this pillar, the the focus here is not about the answer I say about you, you, you are the reason why, but it's more begging the question about um, how can I mm-hmm. for you? 
what can I do so that you feel safe? What can I do so that you feel loved? And it's because I want something in return, right? I want to feel loved. So then what can I do to make and help you feel loved? Because you feeling loved makes me feel loved. Mm. How, what can I do to listen to you and communicate with you? Because then if I communicate with you, you'll communicate with me. So what, what can I do? How can I? And, and I start to ask that question. And that question uh, opens the door more for more communication, more connection, more love, more just, just a, a, a better overall relationship. And it's because of the fact that I'm thinking, how can I? For you. So that's the second one we talk about. We talk about the relationship we have with you focuses first on the question I have for myself so that I can be a better leader, a better partner, a better husband, a better whatever for you. That is extremely powerful. And I love the way you're saying it, where instead of pointing the finger, which we can't change anybody else, like mm-hmm. that is basically just saying we were victims and we're accepting the fact that this sucks and I'm just going to be mad at you and that's the life I'm choosing. And the choice that we have is to say, what is in my power? What can I do? And I so love the fact that you're like, how can I help you? Because that empowers us to do something, which when we're victims, we don't feel like we have a choice. We can't do anything, but now we have a choice. And by doing that, we're probably fulfilling something that they're pointing their fingers at us saying, you're not doing this. Well, all of a sudden we're doing it. And they're like, Oh my gosh. Like that just kind of opens that door for that. So that is, that is really powerful. Yeah. All right. I I should also throw in one little thing too, in in the sense that, um, you know, a, a lot of times when, when we're even having that conversation or doing that, um, we, we just think that it's, it, 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 it's, it's, there's only one answer. And the answer is we have to be on the same page. See, if I, if, if I, I were to have a disagreement with you, it's okay because you're an individual and I'm an individual. And so you have your own thoughts and I have my own thoughts and, and that's totally fine. It's okay for us to disagree. It's okay. It's okay for us to not always be on the same page. Um, it's not okay that I disrespect that, that point of view. It's, it's not okay that, that, you know, that, that I berate you or, or feel like, you know, this is, this is the worst thing ever. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we think that it's gotta be, you know, uh, I guess all lovey dovey and, and, you know, a hundred percent of the time and it's, and it's not, you know, we're, we're going to have our disagreements. In fact, most relationships, the majority of relationships are, are about, you know, two completely different people on opposite ends of the spectrum, trying to figure out a way to connect together. Um, and, and that's why it attracts us so much to each other. So we honor that part and, and we're excited about that part. But at the same time, we have to say, okay, I just know that that's totally fine. And, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. One thing I found too, that I think it's really interesting is I'll, I'll talk to, to couples and I mean, I'm not a couple therapist by any means, but when I'm talking to two parents that are trying to get on the same, I mean, when it's parenting, it's pretty important to start getting on the same page. Mm-hmm. There'll be complete opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And what's interesting is when you start drilling down to their priorities, their values, they end up being a lot more aligned than they thought they were. They just express it differently. And it sounds very different. But when you start working, you're like, you guys are not as opposite as you thought you were. 
And I think that's always interesting too, when you have that communication and you start kind of sharing that you're like, Oh, wait, okay. That's, that's actually the same. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I like to play a little game with my wife where I, I ask her the most random questions um, just to see what, how she likes a certain thing. And, you know, it could, from something as small as like how to eat an Oreo cookie to where do you want to go on your next trip? And I'll find that, you know, her answers often are very similar to the answers that I have. So yeah, I, I totally understand that. That's awesome. Okay. So next step. Okay. All right. Um, so the third and final step that, that we focus on um, is uh, the external and the external is the third, we call it us. So mm -hmm. there's, if, if we were in a bubble, um, there's the me bubble, which is all about me and the relationship I have with myself. There's the you bubble and, and the, the relationship I have with you and everything that I think about you or the questions I really should be asking so that you can, can, and I can have a great relationship. And then what happens is those two bubbles co like they, they merge a little bit because we're still individuals in the end, we, they merge a little bit. And that little center that was merged is who you and I are now, mm -hmm. right? So now you, I, I've asked the question, I've, I've, I've figured out how to lead you better. I figured out exactly what you wanted out of the dance partnership. And so now I'm dancing with you and, and I'm moving myself with you on the dance floor. But still, I've got these things that are like other dancers on the floor. I've got to figure out what the music sounds like. I got to figure out, you know, where where am I navigating us in in this dance, um, and and how does that work? Well, that third relationship of you and I and us um, is is what we really start to to um, become a team um, because that's when that's when we start to um, get to the point where we. Uh, figure out and kind of like whole have that whole finish each other sentences sort of things. Mm -hmm. um, it's because we're on the same page now. It's because we're we're focused completely on this on this world that the external world no longer dictates um, how you and I navigate. Um, and and that's that's the probably one of the biggest things because oftentimes as couples we'll we'll still have our own individual idea of like, this is what it should be like. And so what will happen is an external thing will come in and it could be like, you know, uh, your own set of parents, your in-laws parents, it could be the teacher at school. It could be the friends in the neighborhood. It could be that, you know, the social media that says, this is how a couple like you uh, mm -hmm. should live in the world or this is how a couple like you should parent your teen, or this is how a couple like you should, um, should do X, Y, and Z, and whatever that is. And, and, and when we, in our, in our relationship, and I'm talking about my, mine and my wife's, um, in our relationship, when we started focusing more on, hey, you and I, let's, let's, let's do this together. Mm. Let's get on the same page. Let's focus on, on how you and I are gonna answer the questions that are constantly going to come at us. What does that sound like? What does that look like? What's what's important to us? What are the values that you and I hold? Just like you were saying, um, and and what's that integrity? And and then we use that as a boundary to say this is how we navigate in the world. Mm. And then and and every little thing that happens or comes up gets held up to the light of this boundary that we've created and these set of uh, I guess I'll say rules 
that we've created for our relationship. Um, and if it holds true, then we'll do it. And if it doesn't, we, you know, we won't. Um, uh, you know, I was having the conversation with a friend of mine and, um, you know, oftentimes I don't, we don't have kids, but um, I see this in every single client of mine that has kids. And the ones that come in will always say the same thing. Now that the kids are gone, now that the kids are gone, we can live our life. So yeah. to speak. And, and, and I, I can only imagine that, you know, that you're in a relationship with somebody and you signed this agreement and, and the agreement said, you know, Hey, we're going to have these two amazing years with each other. It's going to be you and I, and we're going to travel the world and we're going to do whatever we want. But then I'm going to sign this initial, this part, this line that says, we're going to forget about each other for a good 20, 30 years because we're going to have kids. So let's forget about each other for 30 years. And then, and then on, on year 31 of, of the relationship or 33 in the relationship, Hey, let's come back and let's really focus on us so we can spend the last, you know, whatever years we have left together. Um, you, nobody signs up for that. Nobody signs up for that because, you know, it's, it, yeah, yes, the kid's important. I'm a child. Yes, I am important, but I'm not as important as uh, another relationship, right? I'm just as important as another relationship, but not more important than another relationship. And so the relationship that we have as a couple is, is paramount. Um, so when we talk about this bubble, um, this bubble doesn't include anybody else. This bubble doesn't include um, your children. This bubble doesn't include any immediate family or friends. This bubble is you and, and somebody else. And, and that's the relationship right there, right? And so, so they're, they're, they only fit in a bubble. You can extend the bubble a different bubble and call mm -hmm. it the family bubble. Put all the kids there, put the family dog and the cats there, perfectly fine. That's the family bubble. But when it comes to you and I, this is this is important and this is the time that we must spend together and this is how this is how we work um and and when when the couples that come in we teach them that and especially in the dancing part and they get to have a lot of fun and it's amazing because they're the ones now turning around to their 30 year old kids and so on that are coming back saying you know hey we want to see you for the weekend they're like we can't because we're going to go out dancing with our friends nice. and it's like Oh, okay. Wow, my parents have a life now, and 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 they've they, they've learned to set those boundaries so that they can it, like have the amazing life that the two of them always wanted, and be able to still have that amazing life with their children. So that's us. That is so critical too, because the message we're sending our kids when we kind of go our separate ways. And I, I hear this too. A lot of parents feel like they're parenting on their own, even though they're married um, yeah. or they're parenting at conflict with one another. So they're like, they're actually like opposing one another, which is completely confusing to the kids, right? Rather than modeling this healthy relationship as a team working together, which makes you far more powerful as a parent when you're doing it together as a team and your kid, you're showing up for your kids better when you're together as a team. And so how important is that, that you do spend time, you're focusing on yourself, you're focusing on your spouse and you guys as a couple. And I, I do know couples that still, they, they prioritize date night away from the kids. They prioritize making sure that their relationship is healthy and it is 
critical because you need that support of one another too. And then 30 years down the road, you still know each other rather than going, who the heck are you? Like you've been off for longer than you were before you met. (laughs) So you're probably not even remotely the same person. You're like, ah, Um, but being strong and having that, I think that is just so incredibly powerful, but modeling that for our kids. What does a healthy relationship look for our kids? So they know how to get, have that. Yeah, certainly. And I, and I think, you know, and and especially for teens, you're, you're, what you're trying to do is like, I think every parent um, wants the best for their kids. Right. And probably even better than they had it. Absolutely. And, And so, and we're, and they're navigating from a place of like, how do I get you there? You know, sort of thing. Um, but you know, the, the, the feeling I have is the, the way you navigate it is by being the demonstration of it, right? How can I demonstrate to you what love looks like, right? Instead of like, I love you. It's more like, let me show you what love looks like. Let me show you how, what love looks Mm -hmm. like with a relationship with another partner and another person. And, and let me show you like one of the things that my dad did, um, was, uh, he, he showed me so much how um to treat his wife because mm-hmm. he treated her like you know like she, she she didn't really clean as much in the house like he did everything he did all this stuff because he wanted to present for her because he cared for her so much and and he wanted to pamper her um to where that's how that's how i i treat other my other relationships i treat my other relationships with like let me pamper you mm-hmm. let me let me give to you let me be of service to you because I had that growing up um, my whole life. Right. And so, and we pick those things up as kids, right? So we're, Mm -hmm. we're, we're all, we're we're always seeing, we're always watching. And, and, and that would be, that would be kind of like the answer to that. But um, to kind of go to your other point too, um, that's like, that's the number one fear of most um, couples, empty nesters specifically is um, I'm afraid of who you are and Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of who I am with you. Um, and, and it, having that coach or something else that says, how do we work this together? That's, that's very scary, but you're right. If, if you can already have that answer before then, um, you know, there's, there's no better time to start than now. Yeah. yeah. So what is kind of people listening to this are listening on their own and they're probably going, I would love that relationship with my spouse. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to even initiate reconnecting with them. Um, do you have any, any tips for them on like, what, what can they do now to just start getting reconnected? Yeah. Um, I would say start like, yeah, start on your own because the, the journey starts with one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll give you a parallel to this too, in in my own personal life. But, um, so, um, there was a time where, um, my wife was going through a transition and just kind of like, like finding herself and, and, and she started like going like full deep into self-development. Mm-hmm. And this was before I was even into self-development before I really understood what it meant. And, um, and so all I saw as a husband on the outside mm-hmm. was I just watched the difference it made in her and, and the growth that she was making. And I was excited. I was excited because she would, and she would come and she would tell me, and she would just be, oh, I learned this new thing today. I learned about this new mentality thing. I, I went to this seminar and, I, and, I, and, and guess what I learned? Look at the book. And, and she would just, just be happy about it. And there was a point in time where I could see her evolution 
And and all I all, there was like this moment flashed before my eyes, which was, um, you're gonna get a divorce. Mm. You're gonna get a divorce because she's gonna evolve and you're not. Mm. And and it scared the crap out of me, literally. So I'm like, I need to jump on board with evolving myself because if I don't evolve, I'm gonna get left behind because it's natural. Mm-hmm. It's the natural order in somebody evolves. They, they move on, they go to their next things, they grow their wings, they're the butterfly, I'm still a caterpillar. So what, you know, and I'm left on the branch, bye, see you later, right? You get to see the world. So, you know, I make a choice in that point in time. If this relationship is is loving, caring, if this is something that I really want, um, then I'll put myself in a cocoon and make the transformation and become a butterfly with you. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. And, um, and so, but it wouldn't have happened if she waited. It wouldn't, and, and she would have been crushed because yeah. her soul would have said, you know, I'm a butterfly, but I'm stuck here being a caterpillar this whole entire time because, because I've got another caterpillar who doesn't want to be a butterfly. And the, the idea behind that, I mean, it's, it's it, when you hear it that way, it's a little soul crushing sometimes, but in, in essence, that's kind of like what happens. So the answer is, how do I do it? I start, I start the process myself. Um, I go through the three pillars and I just ask myself, okay, what's something that I can do for me today? What's something, what's, what's one thing that I can do where I can go and I can schedule time and I can go on my own and I can do, whether it's, I go shopping by myself, whether it's, I go for a walk in nature by myself, um, with no shoes, by the way, it's the best thing, put your feet on the ground. Um, but, uh, or, you know, I'm going to read a book on my own. I've got time to, you know, go take a day trip somewhere, whatever it is, what, what makes you happy, start doing those things. And the little things turn into you being happy. Mm. You being happy means now all of a sudden you're happier in the relationship. And, and as a person on the outside, I can only, I can't help, but see what's different with you. Now that's new. What did you do today? I went for a walk by yourself, by myself. You did. Yeah. Hey, we should go for a walk together. I'll figure it out later. And it's okay. But I'm going to do it because I'm important. And I know that that part of the relationship is important. And I start to notice those things. So because you did one thing, I inch closer to that. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing other things. Like you go to the you part of the relationship and you'll ask one simple thing. And you'll say something like, you know, um, uh, you know how, how can I make this um, better for you? Right. And in specifically in my relationship to my significant other, um, you know, what's, what's, what's one thing that I can do that's, that, that would make you happy. Right. My wife ever, you know, she loves, loves to make me lunch when I go to work and I feel so like proud of myself. Cause I, I literally have like a lunch bag, right. I got this lunch bag, I'm going to work <laughs> and, and it's filled with all these healthy foods and, it, and it's, and it's great, but that's, that's a little love thing that she does for me. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that so much more. And then I'm in fact, in return, I want to do something else for her. I can't yeah. help of it be just because it's the law of reciprocity, but, um, but this, that's, that's the next thing. And then the last part would be something as simple as like, you know, okay, let's do something together. What do I like to do together? Maybe, you know, I read, I read the, the love language book and I read in the love language book that, that I'm, I'm physical touch. Okay. Maybe I'm going to sit next to my partner because I need that feel from them and, and just be next to them more for, 10, 15 minutes or 30 minutes that we're going to be sitting on the couch while the kids are, you know, doing homework or whatever. So um, there are all the little things that you can do to start. 
I don't need a partner to start this. In fact, the majority of the people that come into our dance studio, the majority of people that go into our programs um, start on their own. And, and they start on their own because it's important to them. And then eventually they get the support from the other. And, um, and, and then that's, that's even more exciting because now they have a partner in crime, so to speak, that they get to do it with. Um, but that would be the answer. Just, just start on your own. Um, and the first one you'd start with is start with you. That is so critical because a lot of people, you know, I think we're like, well, they're not into it. So now I can't do anything. It's their fault. We can't do anything. And you're saying you just go, don't have expectations on your spouse though, because if you're expecting them to follow or pay attention or do it, you're going to set yourself up for disappointment, right? Or for them to disappoint you. And I say this about teens too. It's like you go into it with what you need without any expectations back, because then you're, you're just, again, setting them up to fail and setting you up for to be disappointed. But by doing this, you're growing yourself. So either you're going to grow yeah. and they're going to go, oh, wow, I want to catch up. And you're, you're inviting them to along the way without expectation, but you're inviting. Like, I'm going to go for a walk if you want. I'm reading this great book if you want to hear about it. Like, you're constantly inviting them. And eventually, they're either going to join you or... I guess you're going to get to this point where you're like, okay, I'm flying and either I continue to fly this way or, but you're not letting that person hold you back and you're not letting that person dictate what you're able to do. Yeah. Just- and, it's, and it's not about, um, and, and in addition to that, it's not about the end result because a person could listen to this and say to themselves, Oh, but then if I start that process, I'm going to grow and I'm going to, and we're going to get divorced. Oh, it's all over now. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like, well, it's not about that. It's about when you get to that, that point in time, you're going to have these conversations with people. But, you know, I, I do have to say that, you know, the, a couple things would be like, you know, if, if we were in a relationship and I said, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk and you got upset no, you don't go for a walk. You got to stay here. You got to take care of the kids. You got to do, you, you know, you, you, you've got all this stuff that you have to do because, because you're in charge of it. Um, if I took everything away from you and said, you know, well, I've already handled it all. I've planned it all out. I've got enough time. I've got this and you're still not letting me go. Then I could say that that, uh, it's okay. You don't have to agree with the fact that I want to go for a walk. I'm going to go anyways. But, um, but, you know, but uh, agree to disagree. Okay, I'll see you later. And, you know, go for your walk for five minutes or whatever mm-hmm. like that. If, if you know, it, that, that to me, I think is important because, you know, yeah, you're going to fight me on it because of the limitation that you might have. But at the same time, I still got to do in the end, I still got to do something that's good for me. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and if that leads to, you know, you, um, being upset or even going so far as to, you know, uh, like, like assault me verbally or something like that. Well, then I'm getting my answer sooner than rather than later. But the, the, the most important part is I need to start the process. Yeah. Let's start the process. Let's get the, let's get the ball rolling. Um, and, and as we go through this, what you're really hearing is just fear on the other end, Right. I, I fight because I'm afraid. I'm afraid that, you know, my wife is going to is going to know or learn or do something more because of me, because because she's doing what she's doing. And and I, I'm going to be left behind. And that makes me scared. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. great. Let's have that conversation. Imagine having that conversation with your partner to yeah. be able to sit there. I'm, I'm nervous and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid because you're going to be this great, amazing person and I'm not. Okay, good. Well, let's start. Let's, let's figure this out. Let's be amazing yeah. together. Hey, be amazing better. Together. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it, it, it'll bring up a lot more in the relationship and, and, you know, and you're, and you're right, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's the whole point to, to, you know, you're, you're uncomfortable already. You're uncomfortable parenting your teen. You're uncomfortable being in a relationship. You're uncomfortable, you know, being where you're at and, and having a relationship that you wish was, was stronger. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, then it's, it's got to start somewhere. It does. So, yeah. And, and again, cause I, you know, I'm all about parenting, but yeah. I, I think this is, just as important from a parent perspective too, that we have our own unique individual identity as a human being, right? Yeah. That's separate from our spouse and separate from our kids. Because what happens a lot of times we get sucked in to that role. And suddenly that role as a spouse or as a parent defines us. It becomes who we are. And when that's taken away or it's not working, we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure because I'm not doing this one or two things I'm supposed to be doing rather than I'm not, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit in this area. I'm this person, this whole person. This is a piece of me that I am prioritized, but it's not all of me. And when my teen wants to do their own thing, I'm okay because I can stand on my own two feet. I don't need yeah. my teen constantly you know, validating me. I don't need my spouse to constantly be validating me because I validate myself. Yeah. And we're representing that to our teen where you become your biggest cheerleader and validate yourself. And I, I think that is just extraordinarily powerful for any of us. Um, okay, yeah. so Juan de Dios, you are yes. doing a couple's coaching program so I tell am. us about that yeah so we're we're uh, two things that we're that we're actually going to be launching within the next month is um one is we're doing a, a couple's love challenge um it's it's a free challenge for um anybody who just wants to start that ball start the process and and just start focusing on the things in the relationships that that are important to us starting with a with with one right so mm -hmm. it's it's meant for the individual that comes in <laughs> meaning the sense that the one person from the relationship that comes in and and how do i do this so that i can be better for for my partner uh, and as well as for couples as well and um and so what we're doing is we're taking six days and we're just focusing and putting attention on the relationship um, you know, what, what, what are those, what are those tips that we're going to do over every single day? We're going to learn one specific new thing where we just kind of go deep into this is, this is something that's going to, that you can immediately apply right now and, and, and notice a difference. Um, so that's called, um, the couple's love challenge. Um, and if anybody wants to, uh, go and, and be a part of it, it's a free challenge. They can go to couplesloveChallenge.com and, uh, and sign up for it there. Um, but that that eventually will lead into an actual couples program um, where we we it's going to be a 12 week program where that's exactly what we do, where that's we great. answer the questions. We get into the one on ones where, you know, where we get to really dive deep with the community and just say, OK, let's let's get into um, uh, this, you know, this this the nitty gritty and details of 
how we do this on a regular day-to-day -day basis with whether A, somebody who can do it with us or B, somebody who's, who's reluctant um, and, and how does that work? So it's a group coaching program that we're gonna be uh, the, doing and that's gonna be a 12 week program that will be um, actually after the, the Couples Love Challenge. Perfect. I will put yeah. the links in the show notes so people can find that. Um, and that's probably the, is that the best way to find you as well? Yeah. Yeah. So they can find us at uh, coupleslovechallenge.com. Um, if they want to find more about the program, the program is um, uh, called the Connection Formula. So they can just head to connectionformula.online. Uh, and that will give them a little more information about that too. Perfect. All right. Well, Wanda Dios, we had said, you had said like, how much time do we have? I'm like, whatever. We've gone so far over, but it was a great conversation. Again, I was going to get coffee. I was going to go get coffee, come back and we'll continue, right? <laughs> right. That's the beauty of having your own show. You can go as long as you want. So this was wonderful. And thank you again for, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you again, Dr. Kemp for having me. And thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us and listening to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. If you want to learn even more about how to connect with your teen and calm the drama, be sure to join me on Tuesday for the Parenting Teens Power Hour. I have an incredible lineup of experts ready to share their best tips and secrets, and it's free. You can register at askdrcam.com slash power hour. I'll put the links in the show notes along with the links for Wanda Diaz. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and all the amazing nuggets that Wanda Diaz shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find the show. Feel free to share it with a friend too and have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.